how's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to the Daily News Updates for Thursday, May the 27th. Wow, we're almost at the end of May. Where did that time go? All right, we got some video games to talk about. Let's jump in. Uh, first of all, we should talk about Sony because they did an investor call today. Got some interesting details. And really, the whole message about this presentation was how much success they've had and how much growth they're anticipating in many different ways. So first of all, PlayStation is more profitable now than it has ever been. They are also close to breaking even with the PlayStation 5. They're usually selling it at a loss, up to this point at least. I mean, they even showed how there is a growing interest among females to own a PlayStation console. The PS4 and PS5 has about 41% female ownership compared to the PS1, which was 18%. But what's really interesting is what they're looking for towards the future. One of the big things is that they are targeting new markets. So China, Russia, and India. But China especially, they have doubled down on. They are planning on bringing some PlayStation IPs to mobile. They are planning on developing some live service games on console. They're planning to expand on their cloud gaming service, PlayStation Now, which has 3 million subscribers. And then, of course, they are bringing more games to PC and have confirmed that the next game that's arriving is Uncharted 4. So there you go, PC gamers. You get another exclusive available to you. So anyway, it's pretty interesting. They're going really wide here. They're really expanding, trying to leverage some of that profit that they've brought in. It'll be really interesting to see how this all plays out in the next decade. So you might remember a while ago, we had the announcement that Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl were being remastered into Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Those are from the Nintendo DS. Uh, it's just been announced that they are going to be releasing on November 19th of this year. And then they have their other game, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is the open world Pokemon game. And that's going to be coming early next year, January 28th. That's about it so far, but you can mark your calendars. And by the way, I am super excited to see what both of these games end up looking like. Okay, let's talk about conventions really quick. Uh, first of all, BlizzCon has been cancelled this year. They were hoping to do an in-person conference, but as you might expect, they cited COVID for it to not be possible. And so they said, hey, we're going to plan something for early next year, which will do both a digital and a physical smaller event. And we also got the announcement that Xbox and Bethesda are going to be doing a games showcase on June 13th. It'll be 90 minutes long. And they've pretty well teased that they're going to talk about Starfield, so hopefully it has some kind of substance and isn't just a, uh, a teaser. So it's pretty interesting. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe just got a small patch. It's the first time the game's been updated since 2019. And it doesn't do anything substantive, it just basically does some bug fixing. But it has brought up this discussion again about what the heck Nintendo is doing with Mario Kart. You know, Mario Kart 8 is the last thing that they've done. It came out in 2017, which was a remaster from the Wii U. But, you know, otherwise, they've been totally silent about it. And to be honest, the reason is probably because the game just keeps selling. I've talked about this before, but Mario Kart is their... I mean, it's the best-selling Switch game. It consistently sells extremely well over the last couple of years, despite being many years old. And even something like Animal Crossing... It shot up their sales charts really fast, but it wasn't able to compete with Mario Kart, trying to take that number one spot. It's having a tough time. So I don't know, that might just speak to the quality of the game and their trust in it. But I do kind of hope that we hear more, because I think Mario Kart is a great franchise. Okay, and I guess the last thing we should talk about is just free games. 
It's always a good thing, right? Well, I guess kind of free games. This is, uh, first of all, the PlayStation Plus June giveaways. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. That'll be arriving on June 1st next week. That's a fighting game. And, you know, it's debuting. They're also giving away a game called Operation Tango, which is super interesting. It's a, it's a co-op espionage game. And it also has cross-play between all the other platforms, if you have a friend who already has it. And then they're also giving away Star Wars Squadrons, which is the, you know, the, the space shooter, which also has VR support. It's pretty cool. Of course, Xbox is also giving away some games with gold, but I would say the most notable one is Injustice Gods Among Us, which will be available in the middle of June. There's some other games in there I haven't heard of, but they look pretty cool if you want to check them out. The King's Bird, Shadows Awakening, and Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. Actually, I have heard of that, but that's an older game. Okay, folks, that is pretty much all the news I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, back tomorrow with the news. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello. Hey, I want to talk about Final Fantasy X again. You might be sick of me talking about it, but like... Folks, I am only a quarter of the way through, so... If I'm gonna complete this game, probably be talking about it for a while. I'll try and keep it fresh, you know, I'm not just gonna say the same thing over and over again. Uh, today what I want to talk about is getting over the hump of content that you've already played. So if you are anything like me, when it comes to story games, sometimes you will pick up a game that is really critically acclaimed. You'll put many hours into it, it could be as much as 10 hours, or 5 hours. And then you'll put it down and say, hey, this is a great game, but I'm going to come back to it later. And then you come back to it later and you go, hey, this is a great game, but I'll come back to it later. And maybe you do that twice or more. And then eventually you've seen the first little bit of the game multiple times. I mean, I've started The Witcher like four times, The Witcher 3 specifically. And I'm pretty confident I'm never going to finish that game again because... I'm going to have to go through the first 30 hours again if I want to play it. Actually, 30 is probably a little bit too much. Maybe 20. And I know how many people love that game, and I know how tremendous it is, and I have a great appreciation for it. And I even read all of the books so that I could play The Witcher 3 and, and enjoy it to the, to the best that I could. But then something came around, got me distracted from The Witcher, and I haven't played it in close to a year now. I've left it installed on my machine all that time because I can't uninstall it out of guilt. But I know that if I just get over that hump of, of content I've already played in The Witcher, I'm going to love that game. Now, sometimes you're able to let enough time pass, and in the case of Final Fantasy X, this is the truth. As I've said before, I've started this game many, many times, but I've never really gotten past the six-hour mark or so. If you've played the game, it's, it's the, uh, the first Blitzball game. Everything past that is brand new to me, and I'm having so much fun with the game now. Like... I'm actually excited to go play some Final Fantasy X tonight because I've been invested in these characters for pretty much my entire life, but I only got their introductions. And now I'm actually getting it to play out. I'm watching them evolve, develop as characters. I think that's so cool. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to sit through those hours of Final Fantasy X again. Like, I, I don't think I could ever replay this game. I had some of those n lines, like, memorized the number of times I've tried to play this. So the, the fact that I've gone the distance now makes me confident that I'll be able to truly go the distance, get to the end, hopefully. But I gotta say, this is, it's a very satisfying experience finally getting over that hump. 
Another thing that's become really fun is actually knowing what's going on. Every other time I tried to play, I was quite young. And I remember one of the lines when you flee battles, uh, the main character Titus, he goes, live and let live, as he's like running away from a giant monster. And that line is burned into my brain because as a child, all I would do was flee battles. I didn't know how to play the game. I didn't know monster weaknesses. I was just, I just kept hitting the attack button, basically. And so I would go to flee and he would go live and let live. And then today I'm playing the game. And up to this point, I have not fleed at all. And I totally forgot about that line. And then at some point I had to flee. I was, I was against the ropes and I heard the line and I went, oh my God, I forgot that that existed. And it was a sign that this time I actually know what I'm doing. I don't have to flee battles. I'm leveling up my characters properly. I'm targeting the right weaknesses and I'm able to get through the game. Maybe that's what makes it just a little bit more palatable. Okay, anyway, that's me talking about Final Fantasy again. Sorry if you don't care. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Hope you're well, folks.